It is Wednesday, my dudes, and on this edition of the Locked on Sunnivals podcast, Connor is out, but Richie is in to talk to you all about the NFL Scouting Combine. That's eight, count them, eight Arizona State Sun Devils football stars are going to be participating in the biggest workout of their lives in Indianapolis. Meanwhile, ASU basketball, can they win their final two games? What's the likelihood? I'm here to talk about that and more on the Wednesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I will be one of your guides today through everything Arizona State football, basketball, and every once in a while, we talk about a little bit of everything in between. But before we get started, make sure you follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36. Follow my co-host, Connor, at Cedrios. And follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. Make sure that you are following the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Because remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes, but is not limited to, I just drew a blank, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts on an audio platform, we're there and available Monday through Friday. We are also in video platform. If you want to see my beautiful face on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a comment, share all that good stuff. We look forward to all of those amazing comments. Meanwhile, this episode of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into it. So the Arizona State Sun Devils have eight players heading to the NFL Scouting Combine, which includes Rashad White, DJ Davidson, Chase Lucas, Jack Jones, Curtis Hodges, Kellen Deesh, Donovan West, and Darian Butler. Pretty much a who's who of all the Arizona State Sun Devils players that we had this year. These are all the guys that we are anticipating will get drafted. If not, they're going to be high-priority undrafted free agent additions to NFL teams, but it's not a surprise that Arizona State has that many players going to the Combine. This ASU team had a lot of proven talent at the or not at the, but on, on the on the football side of, of everything for the program. So offensively, there, there was a few stars. Obviously, Rashad White was the big centerfold piece of everything Arizona State this year, in tune to his 15 touchdowns and 1,006 rushing yards this year. Rashad White did everything. He was just an absolute master of his craft. He was a great receiver. He showed off some prowess as a return man last year in 2020, but in 2021, he had sparing use there because ASU figured out, well, hey, this kid's really good at football. Maybe we should risk him and play him everywhere, especially on special teams where the most injuries happen. But for a future NFL team, they're definitely going to be intrigued by that return man ability. Truly, Rashad White brings just about everything to the table. In fact, I would go as far as to say, maybe call me bias on this one, but you would be hard-pressed to find an, an NFL prospect of a running back 
that's more complete than Rashad White. You have higher upside guys, a Kenneth, a Kenneth Walker at Michigan State. You have the Isaiah Spiller of Texas A&M, the Kyron Williams of, oh my God, what's <laughs> Notre Dame. You, you, there's all sorts of really interesting running backs in this class, like tons and tons and tons. It it, it truly is going to be like one of those pick your favorite flavor and just kind of stick to it. Well, Rashad White should be everybody's favorite flavor because he brings everything to the table. And I mean, just the fact alone that he's such an elite receiver should be enough for an NFL team to want to take an early flyer on him. To me personally, I don't think that he falls out of the top four rounds. And I think he's going to flirt with day two. But we'll see because running back is such a weirdly valued position. Now, as far as his workout is going to go, I do believe that Rashad has the ability to impress everybody in, wait for it, receiving drills. I think that White is going to put on an absolute clinic and show everybody just how good he is with his natural hands and his ability to create with the ball in his hands, create in the open field, just get open. Rashad White is very, very good at that. So I think he's going to be able to really display his talents in that area. I am also looking forward to see the actual workout skills, particularly the 40 time, because it's not as though Rashad White is this burner who's going to run in the 4-3 speed. I think he's like a low 4-4 four, four guy. Like I, He's definitely quicker than he is fast. And I don't know if that's going to so much show up on the on the workout field as much as it does when you turn on the tape and you realize like, hey, this guy this guy has a second gear. But again, he's not the fastest guy on the field. He wouldn't tell you he's the fastest guy on the field. So I'm interested to see where he lands because I will tell you that for the running back position, having a bad 40 time can be really detrimental to the kind of success that you want to have, at, at least in terms of getting drafted. We'll put it that way because you have a lot of players who are fine. They're studs. They don't need to be the fastest guys on the field. But for for a player like Rashad White, who is trying to stand out amongst this running back group that is super deep and super loaded with all sorts of different types of running backs, Rashad White's going to have to do something to stand out. And obviously it'll be the receiving drills, but at the same time, he's going to need to keep pace in the workouts with everyone else. Whether or not you agree with it, it is a fact that Rashad's going to have to find a way to at least show that he's got above average speed. So if he can hit that mid to low 4-4 speed, that's a huge win for him. But honestly, I don't know if I'd be betting on that. I think he's a low 4-4 guy, if not somewhere in the 4-5s, and that's okay because that's not his game. Meanwhile, on offense, you're still going to have Kellen Deesh and you're still going to have Donovan West. The offensive line drills aren't anything to or not the drills, but the workouts themselves aren't anything to gloss over or not gloss over, but it, it they're not they're not like the end all be all is what I'm trying to say. These guys typically will come out and they'll do their bench presses. That's the big draw is everyone wants to see how many how many reps the guy can do. In fact, it was a few years ago that former Arizona State guard Christian Westerman set. No, you know what? I don't think he set, but he finished with like a ridiculously high amount of bench press reps. And there was that opportunity for him to break the record that was held by uh, Steven Paya, I believe, was a defensive lineman who was in the NFL for a hot minute. I, neither Deesh or Donovan are going to be overly impressive on the bench press. And 
again, it's kind of similar to Rashad where it's like, that's not so much your strength of trying to maul guys over and throw them aside like ragdolls. They're, they're strong enough. And even then a little bit, a little bit more than that, they're technicians and they're very smart. So I believe that where they're going to show up is, is in the actual drills themselves when they're trying to show off their quick feet and the fluidity and their movements and everything like that. That's going to be where Deesh and where Donovan West are going to need to show out the most is to show that they're not stiff hipped and that they can move quickly and maintain their balance when trying to do so. Those will be the most important drills for them. Obviously people are going to look at like three cone and stuff like that. But again, for an offensive lineman, that's not the most important thing in the world. If you're looking at three cone, then what you want to see is their ability to bend the edge. But even then, this is an offensive lineman. I'm not exactly looking for my offensive lineman to rush the quarterback. I mean, in fact, it's complete opposite. I wanted to protect a quarterback. And the best way to do that is just to show me that you're able to maintain your balance through whatever the workout is, because typically that translates pretty well on the football field. And based off of what we've seen from Deesh and West over the last couple of years, I would feel pretty good about their opportunity there to show out. That's the offensive side of the football. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we return, I'm going to break down the defensive side of the football for Arizona State players in the NFL scouting combine. But first, we have a quick word from our friends over at Bilt Bar. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but that's not going to be the case this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not even a, re a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. If you haven't had the puffs yet, then let me tell you, you're missing out. They are the first protein-infused marshmallow, and they're fluffy, marshmallowy, and not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And, of course, just like all Built Bars, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good. These are going to become your new favorite. They're low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. If you go to built.com and scroll down to the macro chart, you'll be absolutely blown away. They're high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. And compared to a candy bar, which typically has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. From mint brownie to coconut to coconut almond, and new for this month, the white chocolate cookies and cream. They're also delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It's delicious, and it will be good for you too. So go to BuiltBar.com right now, check out the offer, and use the promo code LOCK15 to receive your discount. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms. Meanwhile, make sure you check out Locked on Bracket Breakdown for March 14th right here on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts, Cindy, Chris Gordy, Andy Patton and betting expert Lee Sterling give you an in-depth breakdown of every matchup. So guys, let's hop right back into this. This time, flipping the script over to the defensive side of the football. Five guys are going in. Defensive lineman DJ Davidson, 
linebacker, uh, Darian Butler. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Chase Lucas, Jack Jones. Well, now I just look totally dumb. Who Who's our last guy? Excuse me while I totally draw a blank on the final member of the scouting combine player. In the meantime, while I look this up, let's go ahead and talk about the guys that are already at the combine that I know for sure are at this combine. So DJ Davidson, the very first guy there. Davidson really came on in the second half of the season and proved himself to be an absolutely dominating defensive lineman. He he looks the part of a of of like a future run blocking and just a, a stuffing defensive lineman. A guy who's going to just wreak absolute havoc on defensive linemen and make it so that it's very tough on opposing players. Uh, it was Curtis Hodges. I'll have to talk about him at the end there. Tight end Curtis Hodges. Anyways, so they they have they have this good thing going with DJ Davidson in that he was able to really plug up lanes and prove to be probably the best and most consistent defensive lineman this year. With no offense to Tyler Johnson or any of the younger guys we had, but DJ Davidson was def definitely the most consistent, and he made life very very easy on his linebackers. We'll talk about them in just a moment. But where you want to see Davidson do really good is truly like, again, the bench press can kind of be an overrated stat here because you're not necessarily looking for a guy to bench press 225 pounds on every single play. In fact, they're typically going to be going up against 300 plus pound offensive linemen when you're at the position that Davidson is in. So what you want to see here is when they do have individual reps, where they're able to show off their explosiveness. You want to see him get off this, get off the whistle quick, show those heavy hands, absolutely just toss around those bags that they have going on there. Show any kind of bend that you possibly can, because the more flexible you are, the more likely a team is going to want to be to draft you early. Once again, just like last year, this isn't the strongest defensive line class. So Davidson truly has a lot to gain in this, in this NFL scout, scouting combine, perhaps more than, any other Arizona state player, because we know what Rashad white is. We know what the offensive linemen are. We know what the corners are and Darian Butler, so on and so forth. But where Davidson might be able to go from a borderline draftable player, he could make enough noise to get himself into that mid range of day three. I don't think this is a day two guy. And he's certainly not a first round prospect with no offense to DJ, because I absolutely love everything that he gave to Arizona state this year. However, he he needs to have a strong combine, stronger than any other Sun Devil. I'll go as far as to say that. If he does manage to do that, I mean, his stock's going to climb. It truly is. The sky seems to be the limit for this kid. So here's hoping that he can figure that aspect out for the combine here. Moving on to his teammate, Darian Butler. As many of you know who are longtime listeners of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, Darian Butler was the first ever man crush of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast and is probably the mascot for Locked on Sun Devils. He's so quick. He's sideline to sideline. That's the that's the most attractive aspect about him is he's so good at tracking the football. He's quick. He takes good angles with the with the pursuit speed and everything like that. He he has areas that he needs to work on obviously. He's not the he's not the greatest in pass coverage and he is kind of slight of frame because he is sitting about that 230 range. But that's not the end of the world. Because he's at that 230 range, though, I want to see him run fast. 
I want to see if he can get a sub four five 40 time. If he can prove that he's he's got the track speed to go with the game speed, that's going to go a long way with NFL teams. This is one of those instances where the teams are actually going to be curious about how quick a guy like Darian Butler can run. We want to see that ability. We want to see, just like everybody else, the fluidity of the hips. More so, you want to see how he's going to be able to flip those hips and adjust to anyone in coverage that he's trying to cover. Speaking of coverage, I'm going to go ahead and go to the secondary now and talk about Jack Jones and Chase Lucas. So both of them, more than anything, are going to be needing to show that they can turn and run with any receiver. 40 time is important for their for their position as well. Any kind of ball skills that they can show off would be huge. Jack Jones, we know, has that ball hawking ability. So I have the faith in Jones to show off the, the hands in the combine for the few opportunities that he is going to have. Lucas didn't have a pick this year, but he was like low-key a very good like playmaking defensive back for the Sun Devils. And I think that he does have that potential to show that off at the combine as well. I think he's a smart player and that goes a long way with teams, honestly. But going back to Jack Jones, if there's one thing he needs to nail in the combine, it's not on the field. It's not in practice. It's those interviews because you heard all the rumblings that Jack Jones maybe doesn't have his head completely in the game. And Jack Jones is kind of absent-minded when it comes to committing full term into the game and into his craft. This is the opportunity to squash those rumors. It's gotten really quiet since we had those, those conversations towards the end of the year from Herm Edwards saying, well, Jack Jones missed a little bit of time to start some of our defensive drives because he would sleep in late for meetings. Well, to our knowledge, we haven't really heard too much negative since then. So you hope that those were the kind of messages that really got into Jack's head in order to get him to truly realize what's going on and to commit full term. Just make that commitment. That's the biggest thing. So I do believe that Jack definitely has it between the ears when it comes to on the field. But does he have it between the ears when it comes to off the field? I think he does. And I think that it's pretty much going to be up to him to nail those interviews and tell teams like, hey, that's the old me. That's not the new me. And that's not who I am. And I'm better than that. And I'm fully committed. And I'm here to give 110%. That's what you want to see out of Jack Jones. You just give the absolute best interview you can. Now, with that in mind, be honest. That Definitely be honest. Because I can tell you right now that teams are going to go and talk to Herm Edwards. And they're going to ask him, hey, Herm, what do you think about this kid? He was telling us ABCD. Herm could fire back and say, this is what I think. And I got news for all of you uh, Sun Devil fans and anybody else otherwise. Herm is going to call, as Richie Bradshaw would say, a spade a spade. He is going to tell it as it is. He will tell NFL teams. Because remember, he coached in the NFL. He's going to be nice and cut and dry with it. There's no guesswork with Herm Edwards. He's going to tell you, hey, I don't know about this kid. He seems like he doesn't he doesn't want it as much as another guy does. So, Jack, if you're listening for some reason, just be honest, dude. I have faith that you're going to nail these interviews. All the faith in the world. Now, tying back, I did forget to mention Curtis Hodges in the first segment, so I'm going to talk about him very briefly here before we move on. I, I'm, I'm so lukewarm on Curtis Hodges, as people know. 
I wish he was more consistent this year because there were some really bad drops and a couple that actually led to interceptions. There was also those times where he looked like this yak machine and like he could really create yards once the ball was in his hands. He looks like that that kind of joker move tight end where you can just line him up out wide and let him kind of do his thing as a receiver. I I like that upside. And I think he is a better athlete than myself or any other people are going to be willing to admit. So where, where he can stand out the most, just in the receiving drills, catch everything. Do not drop a single pass or else we're going to be sitting there and we're going to be like, yep, that's kind of the Curtis Hodges we know. So catch everything, show those soft hands, show that ability to move quickly. Speaking of quickly, you guessed it. Let's see if you can run fast on the 40 time because there's some pretty good tight ends this year. And some very interesting guys like a Jalen Weidermeyer. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but Otto or Otten, something like that up in Washington. Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. There, there's a bunch of interesting prospects this year, and Curtis Hodges definitely seems like the odd man out. Well, this is his opportunity to change some minds, turn some heads, and prove that he is worthy of being selected in the 2022 NFL Draft. So with that being said, that's going to go ahead and close out the football segment of this podcast. When we return, I'm going to be closing us out with some basketball and talking about what the odds are that the Sun Devils can end the year 2-0, and end the year 14-16, and and have some really good momentum heading into the Pac-12 tournament. March Madness is only two weeks away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to go for your bracket this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you going for the best? Well, we've done our homework, and we're telling you right now to go to Run Your Pool. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types, like Survivor and Pick X. Both are really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring and more intel to make your picks. All the stuff that you actually won't find on ESPN or CBS. If you got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that mad- madness magic and play alongside your employees and even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove, customer support, custom branding, and one of the three easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe in run your pool because like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness at checkout to receive $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. This episode of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now nearly impossible for your local auto chain store to carry all the parts that you might need for your vehicle. And why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And Wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts from the warehouse that only ships to their location. You have computers with access to rockauto.com right at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? 
Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years with prices reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked, auto, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And we're back for the third and final segment of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as always. So we got to talk some basketball now. What are the odds that the Sun Devils can actually finish out the year 2-0? Their final two games being versus Stanford and versus... Oh, no. I had it right here. Versus Stanford and versus Cal in the opposite order. So we play Cal tomorrow night, and then we play Stanford Saturday afternoon, actually. Both of these games being in Tempe. So you got to like the chances right off the bat with the fact that you are playing at home with a somewhat good home field advantage. There is that opportunity for you to close out really, really strong. And what you're going to need here is a little bit of help from the teams ahead of you. If you can find a way for find a way for Washington and Stanford to lose out and ASU win out, you would actually shoot up ahead of both of those teams in the Pac-12 standings and put yourself as the sixth team in the Pac-12. However, that requires Washington and Stanford both to lose out. I don't know either of their schedules off the top of my head. Stanford actually beat Arizona State earlier in the year, while Cal, I believe, also beat us. Do do do. Yes, and Cal Wolf. They dropped twenty. They beat us by twenty-four. But granted, that was before ASU was starting to get on the hot streak and. That's something we need to take into account now is ASU has won five of their last seven games. Yep, I had to double check. I was downing myself for a second. Yeah, ASU is as hot as any team in basketball right now. They are as deadly as, as, as any team in the Pac-12 at least. Let me go ahead and retract that statement and just keep it at the Pac-12 level. The way they're playing right now is terrific. They're hot. They're, they're making their baskets, and they're, they're shooting very, very well with plenty of guys stepping up. We talked about last night on the podcast how Jalen Graham is one of the biggest X factors that's going to be needed to end the year for the Sun Devils, and it, it's going to continue to be that way. He's a very, very important part of what Arizona State wants to do with, with the ball in their hands. They want Jalen Graham to take those opportunities because right now, more often than not, it feels like he's making his shots. And he's putting the Sun Devils in a good position to win. We just need to see the consistency out of DJ Horn again. Because when Horn's on fire, it feels like we have a chance to win every game. And for Marion Jackson, I feel very confident that he's going to continue playing at the pace that he's played at. Because it just feels like they have an absolute perfect role for him right now. So no point in trying to mess up a good thing that you got. Marion looks so, so good. And I, I know I've been gushing about him for a while now, but I'm going to continue gushing about him because he's such an exciting, exciting player. And he's not making those mental mistakes that he was where he's he's been a good passer all year, but there's some, there's some opportunities where you just kind of sit there and you're scratching your head. And then there's those times where he's taking the hero shots and you're like, dude, just, just stop and get the layup, you know, drive do something a little easier than trying to shoot the ball a foot behind the line. You know, it just, 
it feels like he's really started to find his groove, and that's awesome. Finally, Kamani Lawrence. Kamani's been a stud the whole year. Easily the most consistent player for the Sun Devils. He needs to continue that consistency. At this point, you don't need him to be your top leading scorer or anything like that because right now you have the guys around him that are able to help pick up the slack and really make it so the Sun Devils are staying on top of everything. So how do we feel about our chances to win out? I feel confident. I, I Here's the thing. I love that you're at home for these final two games. I love this for a lot of reasons. A, because th there's the home field advantage, right? Like even, even if it's not a great one, it is a good one. But with that being said, B, with the way the Sun Devils have been playing right now, I can tell you that the fans are probably getting riled up and they're getting very, very excited. And they want to see their Sun Devils find a way to win out 14 and 16, which isn't terrible considering the way that you started off the year. A 14 and 16 record is actually not that bad, all things considered. But they want to see their team finish out strong and even more so carry that momentum into the Pac-12 tournament, which will be next week. So if they can continue this momentum, we could seriously make some good noise. And I know we've been saying it for a while, but with the game being tomorrow night, and me and Connor will preview this tomorrow before the game, I like our odds. I'll tell you right now, I'm taking the Sun Devils to win confidently. Now, are they going to win by 30? No, definitely not. Are they going to win by 10? Eh, I don't know. But they are going to win. They're going to scratch claw and fight their way to a win against Cal on Thursday night. And then Stanford on Saturday. Again, call me biased, but I am going to take the Sun Devils to win. And I actually feel more confident about that game than I do about the Cal game, which is funny because Cal is 5-13 and 13 in the conference and Stanford is tied with us with an 8-10 record. But yet... For whatever reason, I feel more confident in that game against Stanford than I do against Cal. Maybe it's because I think the Sun Devils are going to kind of have that that mentality looming over their head of we really let Stanford get away with it last time because they put them on the line God knows how many times with more opportunities to get those easy points from the line. So you just need to make sure that you're not making those same mistakes and those mental errors and giving them more opportunities than they need. And because of that, I think they're going to speak softly, carry a big stick, as a famous president, Teddy Roosevelt, once said. And I think that the opportunity is there for them to close out the season very, very strong. So with that being said, that's actually going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast that is free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube, where you can see our beautiful smiling faces as we talk Arizona State Sun Devils. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter as well. Myself at RichieBrads36. You can follow my co-host Connor at Cedrios. And you can follow the Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page at LO underscore Sun Devils. So thank you so much for making Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Go ahead and make your second listen Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils podcast is free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.